The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I'd like to share with you an unbelievable story. There's an elderly man who's living alone. And after his wife passed away, it was only a matter of time before he was going to be forced to move from his own home to the home of his children. It's that very first Shabbat after he's moved in. And he overhears his daughter saying to one of his grandkids, Sweetheart, would you mind taking the trash out? The first kid says, why me? I can't believe it. You always ask me. How come you never ask anybody else? She is so tired. She can't bear to argue with him. So she says to the second kid, how about you? Could you take it downstairs? The kid says, I'm in the middle of doing my homework. I have so much homework to do. I can't do Could you ask one of the younger kids? They're just sitting here doing nothing anyway. She turns to the third kid, the fourth kid, to the last kid, says, you know what? Why don't we just do a raffle? And whoever loses, they'll take the trash out. The grandpa is getting more and more agitated. Until finally, one of the kids notices and says, Grandpa, are you okay? You look like you're about to faint. He says, kids, come here. I want to show you something. He rolls up his sleeve and he shows him the numbers on his arm. He says, these numbers were given to me by the Nazis, Yemach Shemam. They came to my town and they gathered all the Jewish people between two large trucks. We had no idea what was going on. It was the beginning of the selections. So we didn't know what either truck meant or what either direction meant. So we kind of just listened. He told my father to go to the right and my mother, myself, and all my brothers and sisters to the left. They loaded us up on the different trucks. Everyone was crying. We were afraid. We didn't know what was going on, but it still didn't quite feel right. One of the little kids was so afraid, she started yelling, screaming, Mommy, 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 could you give me something to eat, something to drink from the suitcase? My mother opens up the suitcase that she had packed. We were only allowed a few things. We only had a few minutes. And she reached into the bag to see if there was something that would quiet the child down. The very first thing that she saw, though, was my father's tefillin. She said to me, Rohi, sweetheart, could you take these tefillin and bring them to your father in the other truck? He must have in the hubbub forgot to take his tefillin with him. He's going to need them tomorrow morning. I looked out of the truck and saw that the Nazis were walking back and forth in the space between the two trucks. And worse than that, the dogs were there also prowling around. How would I make it there without being noticed? I decided if my mother asked me to do it, I was going to do the mitzvah of kibud av va'em. I waited until the, the dogs had walked the farthest away that they seemed to be walking. And I waited until the Nazis seem, seemed to be preoccupied with something else. I jumped out the back of the truck, ran as quickly as I could, and as if by a miracle, no one noticed that I had run between our truck to the other one. I climbed in the truck, and after a, a minute or so of my eyes adjusting to the darkness, I was able to make out my father sitting on the floor. I ran up to him, and I gave him his tefillin, and I said, Dad, Mommy sent me here. She told you, me you forgot the tefillin and asked me to bring them to you. He hugged me, he kissed me, he was crying. He says, he gave me a blessing and told me, okay, go back to your mother now. I went back to the door, <clears throat> but as I got to the door, the Nazis shut the door in my face and I was trapped inside the truck with my father. That was the last time I saw my mother. Kids, he says, do you understand that it was only later I realized that it was because I had listened to my mother and fulfilled that mitzvah, of which the Torah says, if you listen to your parents, in order that you may have lengthy days, I also merited to have more days.
my mother, my brothers, my sisters, all of them were gone. Could you imagine, he says to the children, I would have said, why me? Ask somebody else. What would have happened if I would have fought with her? If I would not have listened? None of you would be alive today. The mitzvah of kibud avaim is so powerful, is merit, is so strong. When Yaakov is approaching Esav, it says, Vayira Yaakov Me'od, he was very afraid. And the Mifarshim, the commentators ask, what was he afraid of? He was after all a righteous man, and his brother was such a wicked one. Surely he had the faith that he would be the one that would win out in the end. And they say something so powerful. Yaakov was afraid, you know why? Because although he had many merits, there was one mitzvah that he did not have. You see, for the last 22 years, he had not been home. He had not been there to be able to honor his father and mother. Whereas Esav, although he had no other mitzvot, he had the mitzvah of kibud av. Can you understand the power then of this mitzvah? Esav has one mitzvah, honoring his father. Yaakov has loads of mitzvot. And Yaakov is worried that that one mitzvah outweighs everything that he has. It teaches us the power of this mitzvah and its tremendous reward in this world. If there's something that we want as an extra zechut or merit, so that something should go well in our lives, we would be wise to pay close attention to the needs of our father or mother, to answer them with respect, to make sure to call them before Shabbat, to ensure that if there's anything that they need, to run right away and never to ask, why are you asking me? Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.